What's up, everyone? This is the Bumcast. I am your host, HBIC, the head bum in charge, along with Baloney, the Southside bum. And maybe I should change my name to MBIC, the married bum in charge. But happy, happy bum is cuffed. HBIC. I, I, guys, I officially did it. I am, I am a married man now. And I thought that I had to wear, I had to wear the only shirt I had that, you know, talked about marriage, getting married. (laughs) Yeah. Fuck shit. God damn it. Fuck shit. God damn it. Like that's the only, that's the best way I can describe getting married. (laughs) Yeah. It was a good time. I'm still reeling from it. We're going to get into all of that. Um, Johnny drinking water. I got water. I've been drinking water for two days. I might not re- never recover from it. I guess. But you just showed your ring, Jason. We we didn't really talk about that. Um, you went with the traditional. I mean, like what seems to be modern black ring. When I yeah. remember when I got my black ring. Shout out to my. I mean, younger and also emo kid days. Um, I've always wanted a black ring. When I got it like eleven years ago, people thought it was weird. Everybody was like black ring. What is that? Now it seems to be very much more popular. Yeah. And it's also very heavy too. I'm not used. To, I'm not used to this, but um, yeah, it was it was a good time this weekend. I can't thank you guys enough for being there on Saturday, uh, helping me support it. But it was it was a lot of uh, drunkenness for a whole 24 plus for me more than 48 hours. But uh, yeah, I'm just happy you guys got to uh, got to celebrate and stay up past your bedtimes. It was crazy. I, we talked about it on the pre-show or, or last couple of weeks, like leading up to it. I mean, we were just as excited, I think, as you, as you and Sarah, you know, as our friend group got older and stuff like that. There's a lot of us, you know, with kids and responsibility. And and it's been a while since we've all gotten back together, you know, for a night of drinking and dancing and stuff like that. So as much as it was a night for you guys, it was also a night for us, <laughs> and we yeah. took it took, we took fair advantage of all of that. Yeah, and I have to I have to yes, thank you, Joey P. Appreciate the kind words. Uh, I have to say, like this probably this might be the most disorganized show that we've done in a while because like I've literally had wedding brain for the past week, and I don't really know where where the show is going to go today or what we're going to talk about. I know we're going to talk about some bears. We're going to talk about some socks because some shit happened. Uh, but let's start. Let's just, uh, let's start with some bears, right? You want to talk some bears? We can talk some bears. Yeah. I think um, I, I named it like the bears moral victory Monday because I don't know. I can't remember a time where the bears lost and everyone I talked to felt good about that loss. Like, it was crazy how people's attitude online and, like, via text or the people I talked to in person, like, we're all smiling. Like, the Bears lost, and we're all smiling because it seems like our guy really is our guy. You know, Justin Fields, for the longest time, there was, like, uncertainty about it. And even though we all had faith in him and we all had faith that he could be the guy, this was like really the last three weeks were his coming out party. Yeah. And, and dude, yesterday, just watching that game, he was the best athlete on that field and it showed. And yeah, I just can't stop smiling. Like, I, like I, I got notes and figures, but the, the, the good thing, there's good days ahead. I feel like there's good days ahead for the bears. Yes. So we will talk my, my wedding and supposed video um, in a, in a little bit here, but we want to start off with some bears, you know, non, I should say, yeah, you should say Moral Victory Monday. It's a Moral Victory Monday. We didn't win, but multiple games of 30 points. Justin Fields, NFL single season or regular season record for most rushing yards at 178. So the only one who had more was Kaepernick in the postseason at like 200 or 200 mm-hmm. something. Um, but now they finally built an offense around his strength and there was an article today that during the Bears mini buy that Eberflus popped up tape from the Sean Watson Texans, from Lamar Jackson, from Josh Allen, and watch how those offenses were built around them, and basically just like like stole plays, modeled their the scheme around him, and that's what we like. That's what we were clamming for Nagy to do, and he was just too fucking stubborn to do it. And. I'm happy that we got to finally see a legitimate offense. And more importantly, that Aaron Rodgers is the worst quarterback in the NFL right Hell now. Hell yeah. Bum. So that, that Bum is, of the week. Yeah. I mean, he's just dog shit right now. And I've, I love 
seeing all the Packers, you know, Packers tears going on on Twitter right now because they are uh, they are finally feeling the pain that we felt for many, many, many years. I mean, I had this conversation with my wife just today during dinner, and I was saying how if you are the Packers in their position and you look at and look and see what the Bears are doing, I mean, they've beaten us up for the last 30 years or so. But just like, you know, the last couple of weeks, you're probably looking up or looking down from Green Bay and saying like, fuck, the Bears might be a problem for a little while. And, and it just feels good to be on this side of the, the, the field, basically. I mean, love is in the air, right? I mean, we had beautiful weekend, Jason Sarah's wedding once again. Congrats! But look at the media. Look at the the way the media is is just so excited about Justin Fields. I mean, I've never seen anybody talk about a Bears quarterback in a positive manner, you know. And it's it's just something that it's 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 so good to see, and it's definitely something that. Um, I, I've never seen before. I mean, we're we're always, you know, everybody's always making a joke about the Bears and and all the quarterbacks that that came through. And you know, obviously, the Packers only had two quarterbacks in the last thirty years. And you know, we've had like I don't even know I don't even know how many quarterbacks we've had in the last thirty years. But um, this is exciting. And yeah, I, I you know I've never been excited for a loss, but it was a it was a more of a, a progress. The Bears are in progress. We knew that coming into this season that we weren't going to go anywhere, and we all know that there's going to be bright days ahead, especially with Justin Fields and and what he's doing. Yes, you know, obviously it's only three games that he's been doing really well um, since that Washington game, but um, for the most part, um, I love the progress. The offensive line is playing a lot better now. Um, just everything is like, yes, we're going to have a little bit of a downside with the defense, obviously with uh, Roquan and, and, and Quinn God. But, um, man, I, I'm just so excited about this team. I mean, I, I, it just all smiles all around. You, you know, um, our friend Beefloaf said it best. This, was, ju- this game was Justin Fields 63 at Boston Garden. It was. It really was. It was his coming out party. It was yeah. is his message to the league that's saying I've arrived. Um, I got some stats here. Justin Fields in the last three games, six passing touchdowns, one interception, 103.9 passer rating, 320 rushing yards, three rushing touchdowns. I mean, the people that are complaining that like, oh, let me see completions or let me. I don't care about any of that right now. You see the game slowing down for him. You see him be able to do things that he wasn't able to do at the beginning of the year, especially not last year and not the beginning of the year this year. I think, um, and credit goes to Luke Getzey as well, dude. I feel like, like you said, Jason, he's been calling, he's been gleaming plays from Baltimore Ravens and, and, and all these offenses with the running quarterback. And I feel like they're putting him in a position to win. And now you see the, you know, progress, not only with Justin Fields, now you're getting Cole Komet of all people involved. He's got three touchdowns in the last two games. You got to say, nice, you gotta say, say something nice. Things. He's shutting nice. me up. But that just gives the offense more versatility. You know, if you have Cole Komet going out and pe- catching touchdown passes, it just it just gives, like, uh, the Bears just another degree of weapons and stuff. And that's what we need. You know, we expect, expected him to do this coming out of Notre Dame. And now that, yeah, sure, maybe it took two and a half years. But now they're putting him in a position for him to be successful. And that just goes on, you know, Claypool didn't have the biggest of games, but you could see, you could see the weapon that he can be or he can become, you know, and that opens up Mooney, which Mooney was more effective this game and stuff like that. And I still got some bums, obviously, Equinemia St. Brown. Well, the, yeah, we'll talk about the refs in a little bit, but Equinemia St. Brown, he has to make that catch at the end, you know. Um, Justin Fields rolled out and threw a dime right through his hands and – this has been four games now, four winnable games that the Bears wide receivers have let down the offense and let down Justin Fields. The Giants with the Velas Joan muff punt was a terrible, terrible end of the game. The Vikings with the Smith Marset fumble. Washington with the Mooney Bobble, which that was a tough one. You know, that could have gone either way. And then today with the with the St. Brown drop, let alone the refs. And and if you want to bum them now, we could do that. I, no, I was gonna bum them. I was gonna I want to bum them now because yeah, I mean like those ref, I want I'm waiting for the Netflix series 
like remember the um, the Donahue uh, yes. scandal. I'm waiting for the, the NFL version of that because th- those refs had to have some money on that game or something. Like I don't know. Like I love the I love the the um, meme I saw earlier on Twitter where they were basically comparing the the Claypool hole to like the Heimlich maneuver. Like it was basically he was just giving him a bear hug from behind, and he's still. Still didn't get that call, which is absolute fucking dog shit. Because especially because we got a ticky tack one called earlier yeah. in the game. You know, obviously, like it could have gone either way. I, I, the Bears pass interference call, but sure, they got one. You expect one back, and the fact that he was getting mugged and hugged, and it was it was a bad no call, especially when you see that that still of the ref being right there. He was right in front of the play, and for him to swallow his whistle, it sucks. In the in the overarching grand scheme of things, it might be better for us to lose this game, you know, draft pick wise and stuff like that. But eventually, these these close close games have to turn into wins, and that's what we're expecting next year, right? Yeah, yeah, we got the money. We're gonna have the draft picks, and Justin Fields is only gonna get better. And we get a, some fat guys around him. We get some actual some weapons. true weapons around him. So I had this written down too. It's it's gonna be year three for Justin Fields next year. In year three of Josh Allen is when he got Stephon Diggs. Year three of Jalen Hurts is when he got A.J. Brown. And year three of Tua, which looked awesome today, or last week, or this whole year, Tua's been awesome. That's when he gets Tyreek Hill. If you surround Justin Fields with weapons like Tyreek Hill, A.J. Brown, or Stephon Diggs, the sky's the limit because he's doing this with scrubs right now. And now Claypool, Claypool and Mooney, I don't want to call them scrubs, but everyone else around them are bums. So... I just feel like you got the money, like you said. You have the most draft, or you have draft capital. You went from five picks to now eight picks. You have almost double the salary cap of the next available team. And I don't know who's available in free agency, but at least this gives you the versatility. It gives you the options to go and do something. So I'm excited. It's we're all excited. Good, good times ahead, gents. But we got the Lions next week, and I feel like if we don't win that game with the Lions shit defense that that's going to be like, just like a kick in the nuts right there. Like they, they, they played some very good teams in the row and now they gotta, they gotta beat the Lions hands down. I mean, I don't know. I mean, yes, I agree. They should, they should win against the Lions. Um, And I should mention our guy, our so-called guy, Bob Pan's resident lion fan of the, of the bum cast. He uh, DM'd me this morning. He wants to make another mayor's bet. I feel like this guy just wants to bet us all the time. But he's he, like, uh, he's just a sucker for losing, huh? Yeah, he's a sucker for losing. And I wanted to he's... approach you guys with this because uh, I haven't said yes or no to him. But he he has his podcast. It's a movie podcast. If the Bears win, he'll do a show that is top 10 movie or uh, Chicago-based movies. And if okay. the Lions win, we have to do a segment on the, on the Bumcast praising the 80s pistons oh uh, fuck no i i can't there's no chance no, in hell you can get me to say anything no. nice about the 80s pistons no, dude. i will motherfuck isaiah thomas until the yeah. day i die Lamb come beer, on Bob. that's, that's, a, that's i mean i love us. i love rodman for what he did for the, the second championship or but in the 80s he was a motherfucker isaiah thomas and I know. Yeah, I will. I will never like, say nice things about the Pistons. No, I don't care I, if, I, if, I if am, it's uh, bad or not. And Brian S is right, man. Like realistically, lose the rest of the season. It'll be what's best for the team. Um, but yeah, as long as we see progress, like we've been seeing, um, the wins don't matter until next year. Yeah, this, this there'll, there'll be two things you never hear us talk nice say nice things about. And that'll be the Packers, and that'll be the '80s Pistons. There you go, Fishbones oh. with another one. No way. Fuck the '80s Pistons. All, all I could say is at least. We're not the Colts right now. I mean, there's a lot of bad decisions going around the NFL. And I don't know. Like, I didn't read too much into it, but I saw most of, like, the press conference highlights this evening. The Colts are a mess, man. The only, the only thing I'll ever say about the 80s Pistons was they did a good documentary on the 30 for 30. They did. I mean, yes. That was, that was a good yeah, documentary. Yeah, I agree. But, and no. I appreciate them, you know grooming Dennis Rodman into what he became with the Bulls. Yes. All right. Um, so we're going to go back to some some wedding talk here. 
But before we do that, uh, Peter, you want we have a announcement that we might kind of want to make for an upcoming show. We do. We have an announcement. We, I mean, I feel like now they're coming hot and heavy. They we're getting yeah. into our, our busy, not even our busy season, but we're we've been ramping up ideas and and content for the Bumcast, and we got a couple friends coming along. Yep. Yeah. So I just want to I want to I want to say this: What goes good with bums? Asses. Bums and asses. It makes sense, right? It makes sense. Bums and asses, like two peas in the pod, right? Two All cheeks right, in so the. We did have a very productive meeting with the people from all sports scene uh, last week. And um, our first idea is to have Roxy. If you guys don't follow at shy rocks, shy underscore rocks underscore. um, She's been writing bulls blogs for the all sports scene. And that's something we've been missing since the beginning of the season. We just haven't covered bulls at all. So she'll be coming on the podcast next week. We're going to be talking to the beginning of the bowl season. We're also going to be talking live music with her because she put out a list on Twitter of all the concerts she went to this year. And it was an impressive list. And I know, Johnny, we we both like live music and stuff like that. We're going to get deep into that with her. But, yeah, um, this will be a beginning of, of sort of a partnership with the people at All Sports Scene. Um, there's going to be some cross-promotion and cross-branding stuff. And, and we're excited to, you know, share in the bum ass partnership but man i mean like i said the merchandise just makes itself so but <laughs> we're also talking about potentially doing a bulls watch party uh beginning of next year in the winter time sometime so um if we can get some details like a good venue and usually we uh do stuff in the southwest burbs but this time i think we're might gonna do something a little more north side because we had some fans on the north side asking us to come up by them so uh, we're going to try to do something a diff- different in the city for a Bulls watch party. Uh, but we have a potential good relationship forming here with the with the ass people. I am. We're excited about it. I think we all are. They are as well. Um, it should be fun. It, it's all, you know, all these fun characters we've been able to meet on White Sox Twitter. It's been awesome. It's been awesome meeting and becoming friends with a lot of these people. Another one I will mention now in the comments, Brian S. will be joining the show November 21st. Um, he just dropped his first po- first podcast. It's getting drafty in here, um, and that's part of the Tainted Glove Network with uh, Aloha, Mister Hand, and K Fids, and and Sfo and Yumper. Um, so Brian S will be joining us November twenty first, um, and that's going to be fun. We're going to be talking about his show. We're going to be talking uh, AEW wrestling, and then just some general nonsense and sports talk. I know we're going to chop it up, and it should be a fun time. Yeah, happy to have the magnificent stand on here. So. And there, there's good. another announcement deeper into the December, also in the comments. We're going to get that to uh, um, eventually. Um, I want to make a graphic for all of this, and it's going to be fun. We got some fun stuff planned for the next two months. Yes. Yep. Tease, tease, tease. Keep. That's why you got to keep on tuning in. Um, and then our second announcement, <laughs> German stuff porn. I Hey, I didn't even fuck with German stuff porn, man. I even had <laughs> I even had my limits. You, you, no, no, no. We don't t- we don't touch that stuff. I don't need the CIA and FBI rain down on me here. I had to stick keep me with Pam Anderson and Carmen. I'll Lecture have the there. mute button ready. Yeah, hey, let's um, not go okay. down this road again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're not doing this <laughs> two episodes in a row. <laughs> um, and then another thing we're just gonna keep. We want to remind someone before we move on our watch party coming up Black Friday. Um, as we mentioned last week, it's Black Friday, one o'clock game, doors open at 12. Your boy will be behind the bar. And I'm going to throw it out there right now. We just dropped the new uh, CSB shirt for the USA World Cup, and you wear it. And I will make sure you get the extra good liquor. I like it. that. I like that. You, might, you, you, you uh, might get a little heavy pour if you wear a shirt. So I'll, I'll make sure but, you show up with a, a bum shirt on for the World Cup. I'll take care of you behind the bar. You got the you got the HBIC seal of approval right there. Um, yeah, gotta love the hospitality right there. That's right. You know, so make sure you join us. Um, we're gonna do. We're gonna be have some. Obviously, there's gonna be some food as always, and we're gonna try to get some uh, good drink specials. Uh, but yeah, watch party, American Outlaws, your boy behind the bar, Hangover Friday. Just be there. That's all it I gotta is. say. And one last announcement. I mean, we're just gonna keep rolling with us. In lieu of our watch party, USA versus England, stuff like that, the Chicago Sports Bump Soccer Show will be back this Wednesday. Johnny, 
Um, Billy and I will be doing another show. It's going to be the United States men's national team release, um, the roster release day. So we're going to be nitpicking all of that stuff. We're going to be uh, power ranking some soccer jerseys. It'll be fun. All right. So there was a little controversy on the old good old Twitter machine today amongst the bums because apparently Peter wants to get us banned off of YouTube already or at least a strike. I don't I don't know how I don't know how it works now if 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 we even if we're even relevant enough to get a strike or if we just get booted immediately. So that's what I'm not too worried about is realistically we've we're only at we're I mean we're growing. The last couple months we've been growing slowly and steadily. You know, we're at like 60 subscribers, but we're not making any big waves. I'm hoping this flies under the radar because it's too good not to share. There's a video that I got my, from my wife. My wife recorded it of Johnny and Jason dancing at the wedding. And I said, all right, Brian S is going to get. Now I'm rethinking everything. But anyway, <laughs> yes, there's a video. I'm not just going to play it. I might as well play it now. So I don't want to tease it any I want to say, say the video you're watching the dance floor is not indicative of what the night was. It, the taco card just got dropped, and people just fled for tacos right Wait, away. So I'm glad you mentioned that because that's what I said. I was like, from the start of the night until the end of the night, that dance floor was jam-packed the whole time. And for some reason, when Julie took that video, just Johnny and Jason, no one else <laughs> near them. And I'm like, holy cow, this was fate. So, yeah, enjoy, everybody. Um, and don't report us, please. <laughs> I don't know what that last move was, man. <laughs> that was a... Get your ass in the dance floor. Come hither. Oh <laughs> uh, well, at least it, at least that's not me grinding on a rail in front of Cork and Carrie. I know. So that's what that's another thing. Is like now you're building this reputation of just having embarrassing videos out there, which I love, by the way. Yeah. Well, I'm happy. I'm happy you love it. Look, there was yeah, there was nobody on the dance floor, and I think me and Jason, we both saw that. And we had to get we and you see there was people actually coming on the dance floor once we started getting things going. So we actually got people on the dance floor. So it worked. And I will also, say, if we're gonna get reported, my finger might as well slip, right? All right, I'm done. We're not going to do it again. I love it. My finger slipped. Uh, thank God I don't have to get married once, right? Where were the ties oh. around the head? That's a good point. I got, I will say, I got comfy very quickly. As soon as the yeah, announcements were made. your pajamas. As soon as the announce, announcements were made and like the food was done, I slid into a Chicago sports fun shirt because I'm always be branding is what I say. I slipped into the Jerry the Clown shirt and I put some gym shoes on. I got comfy quick. Yeah. And well, there wasn't any ties around the head, but apparently I got lifted in a chair. You did. I got video of that too. I could I, I, I have I have a I have a picture that I got sent and I gotta find it and I'll send I'll 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 post it later on Twitter. But it's a good shot of Joey P just like straining to pick my fat ass up on that chair. And so. I I will say I didn't I don't think I have the um the actual slide ready, but let me see if I could find this picture. We recreated the Chicago douche bumps picture. Oh yeah, we did. Um, so that was another thing that I was happy about. Um, that picture is pretty infamous on, you know, we played, we've shown it a couple of times on the podcast. Um, and I don't know who, who had the good idea to do that. Jose. Jose had the good idea to recreate it. Um, I have part of it. I don't think I put a title to it, but yeah. yeah, there you go. So I could have made that bigger, but um, yeah, that's what like eighteen years later, two thousand seven yeah, to two thousand seven to two thousand. So yeah, fifteen fifteen years. Joey P's in there. Obviously, 
me, you, and Johnny. A lot, there's a lot less spiky hair in that picture. There's a lot more <laughs> thinning hair. <laughs> there's a lot less hair in general, yes. So, yeah, shout out to the Chicago douche bums. They made an appearance. <laughs> um, but, I, you know, I think the good feedback I got from the wedding was um, people love the music and the food. So that's all that that's all that really matters. Food, drinks, and music. That's what we talked about last week. As, as long as those things were happening, that's all that mattered. And and I'll tell you, I don't know about you guys, but the drinking part was something else. We ended so up I going actually, through... I actually, I actually went a little groomzilla, and I sent the DJ like 30 songs to play for the wedding. And they were like all marked as must play, and, and he didn't... He, he didn't play like six or seven songs I sent him. So I had some more bangers on there and he kind of swaps them out for it. There was a couple of songs in there where I was kind of like, Oh dude, why are you playing this? No, it was a good night. All overall. There was even, you surprised me. I, for, I mean, for the longest time, you're the unce, unce EDM guy of the group, you know, or like at yeah. least there was some pop punk in there. There was like, there was a great variety for, there was something for everyone. There was some, like Spanish music, even I got to put Suavemente on. You so can't Suavemente have a wedding that was without... in there and stuff like that. So it was. I'll give you credit. the The variety was really good. I mean, there was a second there. I thought I was at like Warp Tour, and me and Rick were like, "Oh shit, this is our stuff." Yeah, what I reminded mean... me. Or remind. I don't mean to cut you off, Jason, but what reminded no. me about that wedding is reminding me of the days that when we used to go to Bourbon Street, and after that's what I said. Out, after when we got out of Bourbon Street, we were sweating. All as hell. So any anything that I ate, drank, I pretty much sweated off at the wedding dancing. It was great. Yeah, I said that was my goal was to do late '90s, early 2000s, like Bourbon Street vibe, where it was just like that kind of like early club music and some, like you said, some pop punk and all that. So thought I did a good pretty time. good job setting in the setting in the music to them. Um, so yeah, that's and then the after party. What can I say? Like just. 30 people packed in the suite doing slamming shots. And then, so that's what we were talking about pre-show. I don't remember the end of the night. I, I just flat out blacked out. I don't remember like leaving the, um, like the whole, well, you, you left like your, that. you left your clothes in my suite, dude. So I don't know. I what did, the... I did. I did. I was, thank <laughs> God. I, I, I woke up in a panic. I'm like, I got to return this goddamn tux. And I have no idea where it's at. <laughs> there was, there right, was, now that I think about yeah, it. I know there was, well, there was, um, your suit, what your all your clothes were left in the in the suite. There was another vest and tie, and then there was a pair of uh, women's uh, boots, like left. So there was a lot of people taking just clothes off in my suite. And good night. And it wasn't me because I couldn't get naked already, and with a whole bunch of people there. But um, I mean, we went to, the daylight savings time. You know, flipped over, so we. Like all of a sudden we look and it's like one thirty in the morning and I was like, oh shit, we we already made daylight savings time. We got another hour to party. Let's do I it. I will say you mentioned like you know obviously you guys were gracious hosts and like the whole wedding party and extra people were in the wedding suite post wedding. There was talks of Jason James non not consummating the marriage. I mean. Let's be honest. Is that does anybody does anybody really consummate on the wedding night? I mean, by that time you're all you're drunk, you're tired, you're sore. You really want to try to be like, all right, come on. No, I'm just saying there was there was talks, there was rumors. We're not gonna make this another bums after dark segment. (laughs) Also, shout out, shout out to uh, the dog mix. The best. She was awesome. She was awesome throughout the whole day. She was ring security. yeah, she, she we we didn't want to board her for two days, and the hotel was dog friendly, so we brought her in. She was life of the party. Everybody loved her, and of course, and she she's the best. Yeah, she's the best. So, um, thank you guys for no, thank you guys, thank you fun. guys for everything. It was good. All right, yep. um, some White Sox talk here. Sox finally introduced uh, Peter Griffin, aka Pedro Griffol, mm-hmm. and. I gotta say, his press conference Thursday, I liked it. Everything I heard about him was the anti-Tony. I'm gonna switch this background. <laughs> I don't know if I should or not, but yeah. Um it was the anti-Tony. It was still very, very much like generic coach speak. Which yeah, I think the communication it, and collaboration yeah, and the and, communication and the that's to be expected. You know, all these coaches and all these like assistant coaches are trained to say just vague stuff and you know 
Like, so I'm not going to nitpick on that, but it was like, oh man, this was just another coach speaking in, in cliches, basically. But I like what I heard. Yes, I I do like what I've heard and I like what I've seen, you know, obviously, um, them keeping, um, I was about to say Luke Getze, but I'm still embarrassed on, yeah, Ethan Katz and the bullpen coach. Um, that's fine. But hey, Super Joe is gone. Yeah. And. Medicino's gone and Boston's gone. Like, get all those fucking guys out of there. So, and I'm happy that t- they're replacing the whole house there, except for Ethan. And uh, by by all accounts, he's looking to get the long ball back. You know, he he says like the key to successful baseball is hitting home runs. And I'm like, yeah, dude, where was that last year? But it's not his fault. I will say that um, I'm still I'm I'm still kind of up in the air about Pedro and, and all that, like, you know, obviously I'm going to give the guy a chance and what, and how Jason was saying that I think that he said all the right words. I mean, he was, I was very impressed with the, with, uh, with, um, with the news conference, all that when they introduced him. Um, but once again, getting back to my whole thing that I've said a couple, couple weeks ago, um, it doesn't mean anything to me until they actually be aggressive in free agency. So right now, that's what obviously we're going to look for next, um, who we're going to get. You know, obviously, it was a no-brainer that they're not going to bring back Josh Harrison after they gave him, the, uh, you know, the coach, the number. So, yeah, yeah, goodbye. Yeah. So, but, um, yeah, yeah, just real quick. Yeah, Tim Anderson, his option got picked up. Uh, Josh Harrison, it, Harrison is officially no longer – on the team anymore they declined his option but carlos rodan has opted out so are we trying to look at bringing carlos back home here i mean let's hope so that here's amends, the thing men's are going to be made here i would love it because he's he was awesome last year he was awesome the year before it would be such a fucking bonehead move to let this guy walk without even offering the 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 uh like the offer. non-tender agreement and then Resign him for way much more, where you could have probably gotten at least somewhat of a hometown discount. But I don't know, man. That's that's going to be a thing for Rick Hahn. I just don't think they have the money to sign a big name pitcher right now. When there's so much other things you need, you know, you're going to have to find another second baseman, and it's probably going to be some another patchwork guy, um, a la yeah. Josh Harrison. Um, we need outfielders. We Obviously, don't know what's happening with Abreu. Probably not him. He's probably not going to be here. He officially is a free agent. So, unless something drastic happens, eleventh hour, I don't think they're. I think they're moving on from Pito. Which, I mean, it sucks, but I understand. You know, like Ricard even said in the press conference on Thursday that uh, they one of their issues was having the guys out of position. Like he finally acknowledged that that was like one of the main issues was having. People put not player position. Yeah, no shit. Everyone was screaming that last season too. I will say, you had the question of last week when we were saying like, I wonder how much Rick Hahn really had a say in the Pedro Griffol hire, and where I was like, I don't know. He's much of a he's like a lap dog. He doesn't stand up to Jerry Reinsdorf. The way Rick Hahn was acting at that press conference with the smiles and the cheerfulness—that's the happiest I've seen him in a year and a half. I think it, 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 this was his guy. Like he didn't come out and flat out say it, but it seemed like this was Rick Hahn's hire. So I didn't know if you guys had any insight to that because, like, you know, I just haven't seen him this happy in in almost two years. Well, they definitely did the whole like you know when they hired Tony La Russa and the way that, that his, his face guy. was right. That yeah. wasn't his guy. We all knew right. that. And it the the different mannerisms, the different everything about it, the facial expressions, everything at, at the news conference is just it was like night and day. Um, I think this was Pedro's. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, Rick Hahn's uh, guy. Um, and hopefully, you just mentioned that that Jerry is going to let Han do what he can do. You know, get the players that we should be getting, not like you know, telling him like, oh, we don't have the money for it. Come on, man, you have the money to spend. You just don't want to spend it. Be aggressive yeah. for once. Have balls, man. Like 2005, yes, you just got lightning in a bottle with that Sox team, and it, we will forever love them. But I don't want it to be like we're talking them like the, the 85 Bears, man. I want to see championships, and and 
in baseball, you know, I mean, we, we got to see, you know, the Hawks win the championships. I want to see the White Sox. The White Sox are our team uh, pretty much for the most part. We're pretty much heavy with the White Sox um, talk and all that, but he has to be aggressive. Like I said, getting the coach. Okay. I'm okay. I'm up in the air with this. I'm still not quite sure if they, they get the right person or not, but who knows? It remains to be seen. But you got to be aggressive. That's like the one thing. And there's and there's players out there that you can get that you don't have to spend a hundred million dollars. But just be aggressive. Just spend. You, you don't spend the. I even know how much they paid Josh Harrison. Or you know they paid like, fucking it was sixteen like four, million. Like four million, five million. Yeah, you paid sixteen million for Lori Garcia for over three years. Come on, you could use that money towards something else, man. Like just play smart, be smart. And I or hope that yeah. Yeah, so I just I just hope that he's that Jerry's finally just gonna say, okay, here's the keys, you do what you want. I'll open, you know, and I'll I'll start spending. So that's my hope here. But like I said, this is Jerry Reinsdorf we're talking about. Yeah, I you just gotta stop throwing money at bad signings. Basically, you know, we all saw how the salary of Bryce Harper versus bad Rick Hahn signings with bullpen guys. It's just gotta be. He's gotta be smarter with the money. And I think you're still going to probably see a patchwork at second base until Montgomery is ready to be called up. I think you're going to see a patchwork at right field until uh, Colas is ready to come up because it sounds like he's they wanted to bring him up sooner than later. But realistically, that's going to be their quote unquote offseason yes, signing. It's going to be him their, getting bumped up. Yeah, him and, getting bumped up and then hopefully Montgomery making the jump, too. I don't, I don't know. I think he might be. A he might be another. Year he away. might be another year away. Yeah, I think Colas is more ready right, right. now to go so, to the Trump. Let me ask you guys: Would you guys be okay with an Eloy Robert Colas outfield? Uh, I write this. I, I mean, so if if Eloy is going to go to full time DH, that means Vaughn's going to be playing first base full time. <laughs> no, thank you. So otherwise, it's 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 a you're it's a rock hard place, dude. So it's either Eloy and left and Vaughn DH, and then who's playing first? We got Yaz for another year at first base, or we're putting Gavin Sheets at first base if we're not moving him. It's, it's I think one of those one of those three have to have to get bumped. I think if you're it's got to be Sheets maybe, I I think. But then who don't you don't really have a left handed bat, you know? Or maybe we just. Get signed Rizzo. Rizzo opted out from the Yankees. Let's bring Rizzo over here. Now. <laughs> I saw that, and I was going to ask you guys that as well. It's like as much as I, 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 I don't want to. I don't even want to go down that path. Because if you're signing Rizzo, you might as well keep Pito. Well, I mean, yeah, but it's a younger. Yeah, you're, you're paying for the youngerness. But if you had Rizzo at first, Don Von DH and Eloy and left, I wouldn't mind that. Yeah, I'm okay with Eloy and left as long as he's hitting like he did the second half of the season. And and I keep saying I'd rather have him be a full-time DH and just worry about hitting. But if Colas seems to be the next guy up, I'm okay with, you know, Eloy, Robert, Colas in the outfield. It seems like a formidable outfield, at least batting-wise. Defensively, Robert's going to have to do all the work. I had this I had this conversation with my cousin Mark because he was bringing up the whole thing about Pena, you know, a rookie, you know, and and, and what he did. Um, I was telling him like, all right, Pena and Colas are definitely not, you know, in the same level right now. Pena is going to be like a superstar. That's why they let Correa go. Um, but the whole thing about Colas, I mean, yes, he he definitely seems like he's going to be. Um, a, a pretty good prospect and you know he's gonna hit he's gonna feel and all that he's got a lot of power um but like once again you need veterans in the in, the, in that out basically in that dugout and you know obviously i love the whole colas thing the possibility of having them bringing them up but you need veterans man you need these guys that have these experiences um in the clubhouse of winning and right now i feel like we just don't have that person in the clubhouse right now to be that leader and obviously if you're going to let pito go um, who's going to be the next man up? Is it going to be Tim Anderson? Is it going to be, who is it going to be? You know what I'm saying? Like Lance Lynn, you showed that you showed how much he was passionate when he almost was going to kick the, I forgot what's that guy's name's from, uh, was it from Minnesota or something like that? They were, they start brawling last year. I can't remember. Oh yeah. But, um, yeah, but, um, but yeah, who's going to be that leader? Who's going to be that veteran presence in, in, in that clubhouse that's going to like, help us take us to the next level. So no, I, I think like the I one think thing concerns I have here in the free agency when, when it does open up. I think you're, you're we're all failing to realize that 
Lou Bob has dreadlocks now, so the whole fucking league is fucked. I'm in. I'm in for Lou Bob with dreadlocks. I, you know, like, it's a whole Deion Sanders thing. Look good, feel good, play good, and stuff like that. I'm in for whatever Lou Bob needs because I had that ticket last year where I thought he was going to be AL MVP, and uh, I was sorely mistaken. I'm ready for him to do that next year. Yeah, the the dreads are good. The dreads are going to carry him to the next level, and then maybe he, you know he gets Mankata to start dre- you know dress for dress him and everything, walking with a little more sl- swag, some some Gucci loafers or something, and let's get. Let's just have Eloy fucking yeah. dominate the AL. The thing, that, the thing that worries me, and, and it's the same thing we talked about, it was right at the end of the season. It was The season hadn't even ended yet, and Han was already crying poor for next season, talking about, like, you know, they're going to have to be creative in the way they do things, and we all know it. So it's like, yeah, Colas is going to be moved up, and then maybe, do you think they even try for a Confortable or any, like, it's, uh, it's I, I don't, like I don't some, know if- I don't think Pollock's going anywhere, <laughs> unfortunately. So it's like, you know, like they, him saying, like, we're going to have to be creative. That just means you're going to have to be. I mean, it's going to be dumb shit that they're I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if they try to move Cease or not Cease. Sorry, Mankata. Yeah, but like with that contract, you know, who's who's going to want to grab him? Uh, that's a question. But obviously no one's taking yes. So you're stuck with him for another year. That's fucking just going to make my blood boil every time I watch him bat and but yeah it's I'm I'm really curious what more about what the rotation is going to look like because I mean we got Cease you got you got Lynn Gio's going to be in his last I mean Gio is, is he going to be trade bait I don't know so he, he might still stick around then you got Kopech and I don't the think fifth, Cowboy's coming back yeah as much as I want Cowboy Cueto to come back it just seems like they're just they're not going to have it's going to be Davis Martin or one of these guys, you yeah. know, I, 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 realistically, they should probably be in the market for a, a fifth starter or fourth starter. But um, yeah, it's going to be Davis Martin or whoever else they could find. Rick, Con- Rick Con just needs to um, read all of beef loaves and Treasy's trade. I love all of them. Trade scenarios and, and then just just do all of just pick just like just pick one and be like, oh, Boom. Like, all right, let's do that one. The 108 guys got better ideas than the actual socks for an office. I mean, come on. I mean, the couple podcasts ago that they were they were just going left and right, and everything was a brilliant idea. And I, I I'd rather have them in the, uh, running the organization than, than some of these bozos that they have in there. I mean, it's just well, it's just ridiculous. You know, I I floated the idea of spending all of our wedding money in buying all the Powerball tickets, and then if I win it. I'll buy the White Sox, and then that'll make the money generationally. I don't hate that idea. So, I mean, I don't know, I don't know how much, how many lotto tickets I can buy with a stack of cash, but um, I'm sure, I'm sure my odds have to be better than the average person, right? I mean, Jerry's got to sell, take pennies on a dime or something, on a dollar for the socks now. I like He's it. Old. You're being more creative than Rick Hahn as well. Yeah, and and Sarah asked me. She's like, "What do you know about running a team?" I'm like, "I know more than Jerry does." <laughs> I mean, like, it can't be like, it can't be much harder than running a household budget. And besides, <laughs> I mean, maybe you gotta know some broken three years. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe you gotta know some like legal shit, and you know, but that's what you hire lawyers for, and that's why you have a general manager. But I don't think you know, the even the Powerball or or Mega Millions, whatever it is, I don't think it's. Uh enough for an MLB team. I'll let you buy the fire for me if that's if that's cool. I don't want yeah. that shit, dude. Yeah, they're a lot cheaper. Yeah, let yeah, me, no, I'm just not buy the fire it. as a gift for me and let me run it. Well, maybe if I have some money left over after I buy the White Sox after my Powerball winnings. Billy has a question. Did it get streamed yet? Yes, we played it twice. Stick around for the end of the episode. We're going to play it again. Oh, Jesus Christ. I can't get enough. All right, well, let's go buy some Powerball tickets so we can buy the socks. Everybody, go! Everybody, go! Drop a couple, go drop a stack on. Where, where's Powerball. it at now? It was it was Saturday. One point your one wedding, point, right? Yeah, one point five. It? No, what is it? One point five. One point five. Ah, that's not enough. Billion with a B. No, I hear you. All right, let's uh, 
Oh, sorry, Brian's correct. One point nine. Okay, I guess I I guess I missed it. Jesus Christ. There we go. One point nine. I mean, uh, those extra four go a long way. Wait, how yeah, much are the that, White Sox? Uh, how much are? Yeah, they, it's uh, more. It, it's. It, I don't know. Somebody. I think, I think they're. I think they're valued at like, like nine million or nine hundred million? million or something. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a big <laughs> difference. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, they probably were worth a lot more last season than they were this season, right? You know. Probably took a nosedive financially. Take home is like nine hundred million. So okay, so I'll have that be my question of the week then. What would okay. what would you do? What would you do with nine hundred million? Great question. I'd buy all the whiskey in the world. I know that much. I would. I mean, I, I think I, I mean, would buy the White Sox. I no, would. I, I mean, no. I would one hundred percent. I would. I'd I've be, always wanted to own the sports. <laughs> I'd be fucking scared of winning like the Powerball. Because I feel like I would have to get like armored personnel security to like escort me everywhere at, when it's like that kind of. Uh, well, you have to you have to like not announce it that you want it. You know, you have to right, be but eventually, but eventually it. it's going to get like it's going to get leaked who who won it and everything, and then you're going to have people trying yeah, to dox you. Even and, the you're not going to afford it. That's the socks are one point seven six billion. Oh, right. I guess I don't. Have, well, that's where you get investors. Oh. Maybe yeah, Ryan or, Reynolds and what's his name could would uh <laughs> want to jo- join me in the whole team just, of trying to buy the White Sox. Just, just buy me uh, just buy me the fire, please. I think I think I'd probably just buy like a nice villa in the mountains and like right. Europe or something. And Julie is in the comments. I will buy Julie whatever she wants. The Pittsburgh Steelers. She wants the Steelers. Nah, Steelers. If I can't afford the White Sox, I'm not going to afford the Steelers. I'll tell you that much right now. Okay, what if what if you just get her like a suite for the like the yes. rest of your lives? Yeah, season ticket suite. Yeah, all of that for sure. You know, like you know, pay our parents' house off, pay our house off, or all of that stuff. I don't think I would go crazy like like buying shit. No, invested. You would have buy, buy like a. I'd reinvest it in the bumpcast. We'll have the best technology in the world, so your sh- fucking stream's not cutting out every other day. That's true. <laughs> but I, I think like if you got if you won the lottery though, or or Powerball, it's it's like, how do you how do you keep that secret? Like, where do you? Yeah, it's you, tough. It's, Especially it's, with my freaking chismoso ass family, everybody would be screaming it through the rooftops. All the I don't even know. I, I guess I, I guess there's like articles where you, what people say like what you should do, and it's like one is like hire a lawyer. Two, don't yeah immediately. Don't don't speak to anyone. Don't tell like, anyone you won. Stay anonymous. Like yeah, open a trust and like do shady shit. Yeah, yeah. Go go to the uh, go to the bank. Put that winning ticket in a safe deposit box until you're ready. Until to you're play. ready to cash it. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I think I I think I wait like as long as possible to cash it. I don't know, man. You, I think, dude. Let's be honest. You, you came to this pre-screen stream floating your wedding money in the air like Conor McGregor. I think you're gonna want to flaunt it. Yeah, he'll be like oh, that once... guy from from from, uh, from Goodfellas that bought that car for his yeah. wife or something like that. <laughs> yes, and the mink well, coat. Mink coat. Yeah, I'd 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 flaunt the money after I had like a house with armored security like Scarface, dude. I'm just saying. I, I feel like you'd want to be the Conor McGregor type. I'd have I'd buy a tiger and make sure that he was roam the premises at all times to protect the house. Okay, so let's. Good question. Where would where would you move to? Um, I think I'd probably go someplace like maybe like Central America or something. Or no, nah, you're getting or, killed. Or or Spain. Maybe maybe like Barcelona area, like nice area over there. Central yeah, America you know bums. Yeah, I don't think I don't think I would want to go to like. You know. I mean, or maybe just buy like a big house, like I don't know, somewhere here. It's, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where I would want to live in the U.S. Besides, maybe San Diego. Yeah, I mean, San Diego means California taxes, though. Yeah. Okay. Well, I. Damn it. Yeah, maybe not San Diego. Sleep I on like, it. Yump, it's, it's a good, good question, it's, dude. It's good Vegas question. is, Vegas is not bad. It's not a bad call. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm not playing a lot of anyway, so I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna win. <laughs> what did we just talk about this for ten minutes for? No, I mean it. We, we, me and Sarah have talked. If, if, if we retire, if, if we move, we might go down to like Nashville area. 
And if we retire, when we retire, it's either going to be like Costa Rica or like Barcelona or something. We're getting out of here. I want, I want warm, I want warm weather for the rest of my life. I don't blame you. Winters suck. Winters suck, dude. Wait, All right. I'm not going anywhere. I ain't going nowhere. Let's bump some people. All right. I think he's a bum. I think he's an absolute bum. Because you're training like a damn bum, you know that? Bum. A bum. A bum. All right. Johnny, why don't you start us off today? Uh, Well, I'm going to go with my um, MV. It's actually from your wedding. Um, everybody who did speeches at that wedding was <laughs> it was amazing from beginning to end. I mean, it was funny. It was to the hearts. Peter started crying. I mean, there was just like a lot of different, you know, everybody. There was tears are all around. It was just Peter. It was just a lot of touching um, to the hearts. Um speeches. It was quick. It was to the point. Some of these speeches at, at weddings they'll take forever and everything i'm even thinking about the speech i did to peter when at his wedding i thought mine just sucked actually compared to you know what what i (laughs) between those everybody that that did speeches um um, you're not gonna do over yeah um but yeah it was everything was good and i like i said it was a beautiful wedding and all that but those speeches were just um they were great well i did i did cry and, and Jason, you had to tweet. I think it was, you tweeted at your own wedding saying, I cry for when I do the laundry, which is true. I've been sentimental. I, I'm the sentimental one in the group. I didn't expect you to cry as much as you did. I saw it multiple times. And for the most, for the longest time, I thought you were like, you know, the stone cold, cold hearted one of the group. You got super sentimental there. Yeah, I did. I got a little choked up during the ceremony, which also I want to, I don't want to suck my own dick here, but we, <laughs> we, we had like the most efficient ceremony. It was almost like, do you, do you, all right, let's go to the bar. It was, like, it was quick. We, quick we streamlined yeah. that shit, dude. It was, I'm, not, I'm not trying to fuck around here and get, and get all sentimental. Like, let's get, let's get. No, no, it was, it, it was definitely a, a, a quick, a quick wedding and we just went straight to the bar. So, um, yeah, um, but even also, to, even, even you, Jason, just real quick, just even you, you know, you know, I saw you, you know, tear up a couple of times as well, too. And that's what it's all about, man. At the end, regardless, you know, we're not bros, man. We're I mean, this I mean, this is real life and shit. And when, you know, stuff like that, it, it's to the heart, man. Like it's it's a good thing to see. You know what I'm saying? Like it was just yeah. really good surrounded with friends and family and all that. So it was definitely a fun time. Fun time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we had a stream of and I had to, had to interrupt before Rick's toast because I was I had to apologize in advance for people because I knew he was going to roast me. He for, took it easy. I will say did. it he was did. it was the right amount of like funny and touching and stuff like that. But yeah, I, 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 remember I, thought your, I thought I was getting payback for 11 years That's ago. exactly. I remember your speech and he definitely took it easy on you. So he did. credit to him. All right, Johnny, what else you got? And uh, my uh, what a bum is uh, actually me, because yesterday I I tweeted out that my bum of the week was Pettis that got to catch that ball, and obviously Pettis wasn't the person who <laughs> was the final person that uh, that ball was going to. So I gotta I gotta blame myself, you know. I I'm, I'm human, so I thought it was him at the, at the time. You gotta remember this is coming from the night that I was drinking before, so. Um, but yeah, it's it's myself. I I correct. I, you know, right. thank you. Uh, Beer Garden Jim actually uh, corrected me. So, um, yeah. yeah. Shout out to uh, Chicago Sports Bones. Misinformation left and right. Yeah. Sorry, guys. All right, Peter. What do you got? Um, I got a couple MVBs. First off, obviously Sarah and Jason. It was a fun time. Lovely ceremony. Lovely party. Everything was very nice. Um, pre-wedding. We had a little bit of downtime between pictures and when the wedding actually took off. We were all in a conference room watching um, WWE's Crown Jewel. We were drinking bourbon, watching wrestling. It was a hell of a time. So my MVP, shockingly, is Logan Paul. Um, I thought he had a very, very good professional wrestling match. And obviously, Roman Reigns is one of the best in the world, if not you know, top three right now. 
So he carried a lot of it. But dude, Logan Paul impressed me as a wrestler, as an athlete. Um, there's reports coming out that like he tore his meniscus and MCL um, pr- during the match and and still finished it. Um, I thought it was really good. I know Jason was taking pictures through most of it, so you missed it. But the rest of the groomsmen were just drinking and watching wrestling. And I came away blown away at how good that was. So, uh, yeah, MVB, shockingly, Logan Paul, because I think I don't think we've said a nice thing about him on 110 episodes of the podcast. And then um, one last one. Um, MVB, anybody who already voted or is voting tomorrow. I think it's very important. I think it's uh, your right to do it. Um, so that anybody, if you voted or if you're going to vote, you're my MVB. And I'll follow that up by being my bum of the week is every single goddamn politician on the face of the earth. Because <laughs> I am tired of the text, the phone calls, the robocalls, the mail pamphlets, the stuff in my doors. I'm tired of it all. So go vote. And let's just end this because tomorrow I'll be happy that I don't get any of that bullshit because it's it's crazy. I don't know if it's, it's a, because it's, I'm a, it's, older. It's, it's worse. It's, it's no, it's worse than it was two years ago. Like it's much much worse. Like I'm so every time I get a text message, it's some fucking politician or or um like Supreme Court, state Supreme yeah. Court motherfucker. Like just stop. I don't. My, I, I don't. I don't get time for that. My bum of the week are politicians, both sides. Okay. My first, um, what a bum is, uh, taking wedding photos. It just sucks. My God, <laughs> I, 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 I never want to do that. I was so annoyed. I was so fucking annoyed. The, the, the fake poses, the let's shoot it from this angle. Now you move here, you move there, do the happy chicken dance, fucking go around. I don't, whatever they're making you do. I fucking hate it. I never want to do that shit again. So that she is good, though. She was good. She was good. She, she was very good photographer. I just don't never. I never want to do wedding that's not, photos that's not your scene. ever again. It no. It's neither. It's not Sarah's either. Um, my uh, my uh, uh, what a bum too is. I hate doing it, but people who came to our wedding and didn't give a gift or a card, like that's kind of shitty. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna name some names, you know. But I had some family members who didn't. Um, Give a give a wedding gift and kind of just kind of sucks, which also brings up to another question. Like now that I know like family members that, that they didn't give a gift when they get married, do I stay petty or do I take the high road here? You have to go petty, man. I, you know, eye for an eye. Uh, I'm not religious, but I think that's in the Bible, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> eye for an eye. Yeah. Um, Julie, I did. I gave you a gift. I gave you money. <laughs> Allegedly. What? <laughs> no, don't even say that. I gave you I gave you guys stuff. Did I not? Now I'm now I'm freaking out here. <laughs> <laughs> She's got a list. She's like Arya Stark. Uh, I told you this. J- Jason is a his own what a bum. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna yeah, I'll bum myself if I didn't give you like I'm gonna get embarrassed as fuck right now. If I didn't I mean this was what eleven years ago, dude. Twelve years ago. Times have changed. If I no, dude, if I seriously, if I didn't give you a gift, like I'm gonna fucking like just just crawl into a hole and die right now. <laughs> she, she's got a list. I could have swore I gave you something. <laughs> we'll figure that out later. But no, I, I will also I will also also preface that by saying I was unemployed at the time. That's a good point. And it was 11 years ago. Things are different. So if if I didn't give you if I didn't give you a gift, Peter, I got some money right here. I'll throw your way <laughs> yes. with some interest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what Billy said. What's the interest on that? <laughs> um, and then Brian asked, just wants chaos. Julie, don't respond. Let him yeah. freak out. <laughs> oh, my God. That is a, that oh, is a, I didn't see that coming. Yeah, no, that, <laughs> that, 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 took a, that, took a, that took a turn right there. Um, <laughs> well, good night. <laughs> no, and then I got two quick MVBs. Um, first one is the magician I hired for the wedding. Simon oh Black Magic. Gosh. That guy. That <laughs> guy. I swear to God, man, dude, I like to think of myself as like a smart guy. I couldn't figure him out. I could not figure him out. He made us do that gif of the kids going like this, like over and over again. Yeah. Um, if you guys, he's his name is Simon Black Magic. You can follow him on Instagram. He's a card uh, magician. Uh, everything's up front, sleight of hand, like and he's a, he's a stuff that the stuff that he does. It's like. 
the card you pick is back in like the the box or in your pocket or some shit. It's like he it, his stuff is mind blowing, and he did a special trick for me and Sarah that I still am going to be blown away on, on how he did that. But um, so he was MVB for doing magic at my cocktail party, um, and then obviously my uh, extra MVB is everyone who came and did the wedding and supported us and showed us love and just can't thank you guys enough. We, we loved it. We had a great time with everyone and I never want to do that again. You shouldn't and you won't. Nope. 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 All right. <laughs> Let's wrap up the show. One last. We might not have a podcast next week. We're going to be doing it on a Facebook and Twitter only. <sighs> yes. And also, uh, Sarah, yes. Thank you for saying that. Thank you to everyone on White Sox Twitter as well who wished all of us a congratulations. It was a lot of tweets coming in left and right on Saturday, and I was trying to keep up with all of them. Um, but thank you so much for everyone who reached out to us on Twitter as well and to wish both of us a congratulations and all that. We love you all, and thank you, thank you, thank you. So. With that, I'll say join us next week for the first edition of The Bum Asses. The Bum Asses. We're back on a Monday schedule for the foreseeable future. I think most of the November and December podcasts will be Monday nights, 9 p.m. So we're back to our normal schedule. And don't forget to tune in on, on Wednesday if you want some soccer and some U.S. men's national team talk. Peter, Johnny, and Billie Jean, Chris King will be all breaking all that stuff down for you. And we'll be back next week. And make sure you go for the watch party. Go vote. And go vote. Good night, everyone.